Brisbane's better when you're listening to Stab Abby and Matt. Visit Brisbane City Council's website to find out how council is making Brisbane better too. Stab Abby and Matt. Brisbane wakes up with Stab Abby and Matt on B105. What's up, podcasters? You're making a little jingle for us there, Matt. I don't know if they got the first part of that. Hello, podcasters. Good morning, Vietnam. And anywhere else around the world where you have to be tuning in. Yes. Mm. Hey, up to our, I'm just, uh, the Today Show is playing um, on the TV in the studio. Mm. Up to our, I heard on the news today, it's up to the fifth booth. <laughs> fifth booster. Fifth booster. Like yeah. you, you can get your fifth So jab. at the uh, nursing homes, they are now up to the fifth, but they're not making it compulsory just because my nan is in there. So it's not compulsory, but that's on offer for right. them. So that's, yeah, that's where you're up to, the fifth. So how many is that? It's a what, two or three? It's after four. A year? <laughs> huh? Two or, so what is it, like two a year you got to get? Well. Uh, it changes all the time. Yeah. Depends on the new I think it's slowing down. Mm. Okay. So, yeah. What are you up to? You had three? three. What'd you get? Three? I think I had three. I've got the same amount as Ash. Maybe two. Ash? No, you had three. three. Oh. Three. I think three. I'm three. I remember three. your health things. But... <laughs> yeah, yeah no, I stopped at two. Because yeah. then I got COVID. Mm, yeah. Like I had two and then I had COVID and then they were like, just wait. And then I was like. Mm. See, it's funny. I'm the, I'm the other way mentally. I'm stopping at three because I never had the bloody thing ever. So it's like, obviously I don't need to be. Not that you know of. That's true. So I need to check that with Ash. Yeah, you had three. She's had three? Yeah, yeah you did, because you went and got it down at the barracks. Together, so you had yeah, there that's... two, because that's where you could go everywhere legally. Two, yeah. And then you had the extra one at the barracks. And then they were saying... And then you booked your kids in, but you didn't get them done because Eden was too <coughs> young at the time, so you were waiting, and then by then... No, we never booked them in at all. I just... Mm-mm. No, we, our kids didn't, no, because they all had COVID as well. Mm. So then when I booked them in, they were like, oh, it's too early, they can't get it. And I was like... Mm. And then Finney made an executive decision. That he didn't want Didn't it. want it. Fair enough. I was like, all right, no. Mm. As a sovereign citizen, he doesn't believe in it. Oh, I think it was the lack of jelly beans on offer after. <laughs> it's funny. I, I, I want to take, our kids have never been to the dentist and I want to At take all? them in. Xander? No, never. Oh, Xander's been to the dentist once actually when he banged his tooth, but they've never been for a checkup. Every six months they're supposed to go. Yeah. Well, you, you know me, I've been to the dentist in oh, like yep. six years. Yep, yep. Um, and I, I'm trying to get them to go and I know Eden might want to go. Mm. She's like, do they have lollipops at the dentist mm-hmm. if you go? And I said, yes, they probably don't though. I'm assuming because it's the dentist. They mm. definitely don't. However, their exception to that is the orthodontist. The orthodontist, when they get their braces off, give them a bouquet of chubba chubs. Oh, cause they can I... enjoy them fast. Mm. Mine does give, um, presents. Like a little, uh, I think it was a yo-yo or a ball that's or a nice. squishy or something. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. And they have it. So it's so good these days. They had a TV up the front and they asked what Rory wanted to watch. She's like, oh, have you got Netflix? They're like, yeah. And I'll whack on Stranger Things. She was like, they were finished. She was like, I just got to finish off this It's episode. included in your private health, right? If you've got private <laughs> yeah. health, it's yeah, included. So, so it the one thing that I would do is don't actually book them appointment. Book them a site visit which is what I've done with Koa. So he's not actually, he's only four, but he's not getting the appointments yet. So he'll sit in the chair mm. and they'll look at his teeth. Yeah. yeah. And then that's the appointment so that you I can then that learn me. that that's not really scary. And then, yeah. The issue is I don't even think Eden would do that. It'd probably cost me 80 bucks in LOL dolls just to get her mm. in the car. Mm. So I think, it, but it is, so that is a generational thing as well. Cause I hated the dentist and that back in our day, it could be quite painful if you went to the dentist. Cause still is. Nothing's improved in the dentistry you don't world. No, not at all. Mm. Our eldest one is so good at it. The middle one, um, kicked the dentist, mm. which is awful. Um, mm. but like lying on the chair, mm. he's like, stop, stop, stop. And then like. Got his leg up and kicked. So she's a mighty one. See, but... my mum is scared of the dentist. She hates it. Mm. Um, like even when she gets a clean, she gets her whole mouth numbed. Um, but I, I've never been scared of the dentist. I've had teeth pulled and stuff like uh. that. But maybe that's why. Maybe when I was a kid, I had a couple of teeth pulled and maybe. I and it didn't it hurt. Fine. Yeah. The, ne- the needle hurt, but yeah. then I knew it didn't hurt. So, so maybe I, that helped me. I had, um, I had some tooth teeth pulled when I was uh, very young, and I had the gas. Yeah. Uh, and then afterwards I, um, threw up and oh. it was all blood cause I'd swallowed all the blood from when they were, um, so I threw up all this blood and that freaked me out and I was like, I'm not going back there. Right. Um, but yeah. So you, say suction thing. Mm. Suction. you can take them to a pediatric dentist. Yeah. A lot more Why expensive. Why would you want a dentist look at your feet? <laughs> Podiatry, pediatric. That's see, that's too close. 
It's too easily to be What confused. about a pediatric podiatrist? <laughs> they would be, wouldn't Good they? Enough, there is. Kids' feet. But yeah, you can take him there. Finney's gone there and he asked for the happy gas. I'm like, you can't ask for drugs when you're there. <laughs> Do you need anything done? Mm. No, nah, just give me that gas. Because I like the happy gas. And yeah. she's like, no, this is just a checkup. <laughs> but they make it all like very kid friendly. Mm-hmm. You're not interested in our conversation? <laughs> no, I'm interested in it. Because they should go soon. It's good to get her on top of like any, you know, if they're coming in the wrong way. And stuff yeah, like that. I know. She's mm. Her two front teeth are fully fallen out. They're mm. just coming through now. So we'll see how they go. Know what to get her for Christmas. Apparently yeah. you're not allowed to let kids brush their own teeth under the age of six or seven. No, they don't do it properly. Mm. Miss mm. the backs normally, the back mm. molars. Mm. Mm. All right, let's get into the podcast. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Dear Abby. Sometimes in life, gets real. And that's when you need Abby to help. I'm trying to help you. <laughs> hey, if you've got a dear Abby, you can send an email, dearabby at b105.com.au or you can always call up on 131060 like Tish in Thornlands. You've got a little bit of a bit of a dilemma. What is it, Tish? I sure do. Um, look, I have a 13-year-old daughter that's just born into year eight. Mm-hmm. Um, she's come to me, it's her birthday, um, the beginning of April, and she's come to me and she wants three things in particular. Um, one of them is a new iPhone. Uh, the second one is social media. And the third one is getting her ears pierced for the second time. Look, I, I guess I'm just wanting some advice um, on whether people think that's acceptable. Um, I feel like she feels like she's missing out because all of her friends have it, but I'm just trying to keep her safe. So. You're talking about the social media? That's, Not the that's ear piercing. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, those ones. Okay. See, it's, oh, see, Tish, it's such a hard one because I don't have a teenage girl, but I remember being a teenage girl, mm. and I would say that a lot of it can be really dangerous to give social media and, and all that, but at the same time, it's easy to say that. It's hard to go through with it because you do fear that they are missing out, and mm. all the kids communicate. It's like our kids communicate on Fortnite which I said yeah. that I would never give them. Yeah. And yeah. one of my friends who's a child psychiatrist, always go to her for it. And I was like, definitely, I shouldn't do it, should I? Like, I should say no to Fortnite. And she's like, no, that's how they socialise. Mm. But I think it's about sending, setting boundaries of how you use it. Mm-hmm. You know, so but- they always say only a certain amount of time, make sure that it's, you know, in your lounge room where you can hear. And Matty used to check his son's phone when he had it. Oh yeah, we so when my uh, now twenty year old son uh, first got a phone and that Tish and he wanted Facebook, um, I said as long as I was that we were able to log into it mm. at mm. any time. Well, I was paying for the phone, mm. um, but I, I don't want to be the bearer of bad news. But I think Tish, you're fine when she says, "Can I have social media?" She'll probably just show you the social media she's probably already got. <laughs> Yeah, so um, we had this. We had a discussion about two years ago because I found social media on her phone, and mm. so obviously removed it, took away the account. Mm. Um, and we've had many discussions since then about you know trust and that kind of thing. You know, you can it takes a lot to earn trust, but you can break it down really quickly. So That's we've true. had those discussions, and I hopefully um, you know our relationship's strong enough that that we can talk to each other about everything. Mm, yeah. I guess my, my biggest fear is, um, you know, my daughter's come home from school and there's been a couple of girls in year seven that have sent nude pics at school and it's extremely embarrassing because everybody's now seen them. Mm. And I guess you get caught up in that stuff really easy when you're when you're a young teen. Yeah. So they've ha- posted photos? What did, in year seven? What was that, sorry? Did you say some of the girls in year seven? What happened with them? They they had sent some photos to um, a couple of boys at school and then the boys had shown everybody and, you know, now one of them's left the school. We're not sure why, but, um, you know, yeah. probably embarrassment. Mm. Yeah. Well, it, 13, 10, 60, if you've got some advice, whether you're like, yep, 13 should be allowed or maybe already does, or if you're like, no, we wish that we didn't allow it and how you actually went through with that. What is you? What, what's your age for Rory? Because she was on TikTok and then she got kicked off, didn't she? Yeah, well, 13 is the actual requirement for uh, most uh, social media sites, Tish. And it does, as Abby was saying, it is a tough one for us because that's how she talks to her friends when she gets home from school through Messenger and stuff on her iPad. And if you take that away, it's 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 the sort of the same as, as 
cutting off the home phone in our day, you know, if you if you yeah. didn't have a home phone to call yeah, anyone. But true. it does fall, if you do do it, the responsibility does unfortunately fall on you a lot to monitor what she's doing, to be aware of what she's doing and keeping abreast but of it. But then that. are we so obsessed with our kids always being able to not be left out because we had a fear of being left out? Like you always say, Kate Lambrook, he was, she was very strict on no iPhone, wasn't she? And no yeah. social media and stood by it. And she's like, oh, I don't care. If you don't have that communication, you'll find other ways. Yeah, I guess so. But. Yeah, no, she was always very full on about it um, when we worked together anyway. But, I mean, at the end of the day, remember we say now that social media, you know, oh, kids should be outside playing. But they used to say that about our parents and the radio. It's definitely a generation You you know, like in Mm. years to come, there'll be something else where we'll be like, God, I wish we just had TikTok. Spending all your time in virtual reality. (laughs) Do you think it's important for, let's just say Tisha says yes to her daughter. Do you think it's important for her to have her app on her phone so that she can read all of her her daughter's Facebook messages or Instagram? Or is that a privacy issue? I think that would have to be the rules, Tish, that you lay down when you get the social media, yeah? Yeah, if you lay it down. Oh, 100%. I think my biggest struggle is I've only got Facebook myself, so mm. if I was to give her something else, I would have to learn how to use it before she's allowed to have it. Definitely, yeah. yeah that's, definitely quite a, that's quite an industry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you do courses for the parents. So. Yeah. That's, that's a great idea. Alicia in Bean Lee. What do you think? Hello. Hey. Um, I was just calling to say, like, my mum had the same rules back when I... I'm now 30, so... A fair while ago now. I wasn't allowed the phone, wasn't allowed the social media back then, MSN, whatever it was. Mm. But I did it anyway. So yeah. she ah. tried to be the overly strict mum doing the right, what she felt was right. But I did it anyway. Like, strict parents create a naughty child, I think. Yeah. That is hard. Yeah, because my mum used to get uh, in so much trouble with all the other parents going, oh, you're so lenient. You know, my daughter would never do that because mum used to pick us up from the nightclubs when we were 17, which is completely wrong. Mm-hmm. But we used to sneak out and do it, and yeah. she found out about it, and she's like, well, I want to make sure that you girls are safe. Mm. And, so, you know, it was lovely of her to read a book out the front of nightclubs until we, you know. but It's very it, well read, your mum. <laughs> yeah. But it was like, I was, I was, I'm like you, Alicia, like, you know, when you kind of go, when you start being honest, I think it's yeah. probably mm. better to deal with rather than go behind the back. Yeah. Yeah. We had that thing of, um, you know, if you, cause you're going to go hit the streets and drink at the Holland park park. I'd rather you do it in the safety of our house mm. kind of thing, you know, better to be able to see them than not. Natalie. You do that with Rory. Yeah. Now. Yeah. 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 Got Every weekend. And... <laughs> <laughs> Natalie in <laughs> Bethania. What do you think about this? Natalia. Oh, Natalia, sorry. Natalia. Oh, hello. Sorry. My You're right. Um, I say absolutely no. Mm. Do not get social media for your daughter. My daughter is 13 and she's not allowed it. She's only allowed Snapchat and Kids Messenger because I believe social media, if she's at high school like my daughter is, mm. she'll get bullied. Mm. Why Snapchat though, Natalia? Because that's what her daughter is requesting. And a lot of people will say, well, that's... No, I thought she was saying Facebook. Oh, oh well, she's saying Facebook, well, think, Instagram she... or Snapchat well, as well. Let's just check. Tish is there um, listening in. Tish, what platforms is specifically is she after? Um, well, she's at, uh, I'm not in on all the social media, but I think it's TikTok mm-hmm. yeah. and okay. um, Facebook and Snapchat. Right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Snapchat's fine because you can always be on there as a parent, Mm -hmm. but Facebook, absolutely not. Mm -hmm. I won't allow my daughter to get that. She's 13. And what was your thing for it, Natalia? Was there experience? It's just not safe. Like, I'm 45 and I've been bullied on Facebook by um, ex-friends, and I just wouldn't allow it. I won't allow her to get it. So you're saying... She's mature enough to get it. And at 13, are you going to tell your mum if you're being bullied? No. Mm. You're going to hide it, and then it's going to escalate to the fact that it's going to go to school, and then you're going to be bullied by the school. All right. Thanks for your call, Natalia. Uh, Vicky is uh, joining us there uh, from Caboolture. 131060 if you want to join in. Hey, Vicky, what are your thoughts on this 13-year-old getting social media for her birthday? Um, I actually implement social media really early for my, my children. Mm-hmm. So I give them to it at 10, around the age of 10, mm-hmm. when they start asking. But I have the email and I have all the passwords. Mm-hmm. And there are rules. So we usually do it for a special event or something, like a birthday. Right. Um, but they have to sign a contract and it's an agreement. So they have to 
they have to if if it looks like they've deleted any messages from their chat, they lose they lose it for a certain amount of time. <laughs> oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, yeah, so you're really across it. I read all their messages. I'd be hesitant probably about Snapchat mm. because when you send messages in private, they delete after you send them and yeah. I can't check them. Yeah. yeah. See, it's and I funny don't like that. you say that, Vicky. It feels like in a lot of this situation, parents need to be more across the apps of what they do, what they don't do, mm-hmm. how they work, because mm-hmm. a lot of it is I don't know about it, you know, and that's where you fall down into the scary territory. I- Sorry, I have watched all my friends that have refused to give their kids social media early. I've watched their kids go behind their back and then they don't have access to their passwords. They don't mm. have access to their phones. Yeah. And they don't know what's going on. And it's not until ages later that they realise their kid was doing it anyway. They're just mm. logging in and out of it via the actual site. Mm. Uh, all right. A lot of people coming through here. Uh, we'll take Tamika real quick before we find out what Tisha's decided. Hey, Tamika, what do you think here? Oh, hi. Um, I just wanted to um, respond off what Natalia was saying in regards to um, she gets bullied on Facebook and so forth. Um, I feel as though having strict parents and restricting your children from having social media and things like that is going to actually cause them to get bullied. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, Yeah, and I feel as though they're just going to end up doing it anyway behind your back, like many people have said. Mm. Yeah, they're noticing that theme. We are. Can we go to Tish in Thornlands? What's what's your view on it now, hearing all those inputs? Um, So much information. Um, I guess I'm now going to go ahead and... And just have a look at the social mm-hmm. social media sites, and maybe maybe that contract is a good idea because mm-hmm. we have, you know, um, I teach my daughter that you tell the truth and you have respect and that kind of thing. And you know, if we have a little contract, and then she knows the guidelines, the rules, mm. um, and you know, uh, punishments can get put in place on that as well, like removal of the phone or yeah, or you know, those kinds of things. So I guess it's it's an option. Well, good luck, I, I, I'm not We'll check yeah, in with you. Tell you what, we'll, we'll let's let's write down Tisha's number. We'll call you back in August, mm. and we'll see how things are rolling there. It'd be good to know how that turns out. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B one hundred and five. We wanted to make a brown snake, right? Because mm, uh, Alan snakes alive. They have every flavour, but they don't have brown. We thought it would just be good for Brisbane because we are known as the brown snake. Yes, the river is the brown snake. The most notorious snake in the country. Would you eat a brown snake? Mm. Yep. Confectionery. <laughs> <laughs> We're on a mission. We want to make brown snake lollies because they're always in the bright colours mm-hmm. but not the brown, and that's unique to us, right? Because uh-huh. we've got the brown snake, the river, as it's been referred to. We're trying to get this lolly made. Who would have thought it's so hard to find a factory, I guess, that will make it? Yeah. Otherwise, we're going to have to make a home factory, guys. Oh. Everyone that's, likes home never sounds good, having a home factory. Have a home lab. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what we've done is obviously we're trying to get the history behind why it's called the brown snake. We've spoken to people all over the place about the fact it was never always brown. And then it led us to a group of rowers who are trying to lay claim to the fact that they named it Well, yeah, the brown they're snake. in the UQ and they've got a race that's called the brown snake. And because they're always on it and they've even got the diagrams, you know, they've got to go through it. I was like, mm. well, of course, rowers are the ones that named them, right? Mm. And we heard there was the most experienced rower. Mm-hmm. Oldest. No, we didn't say oldest. Uh, Richard Powell, your name was thrown around. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? We are good. Now, you have been rowing the Brisbane River since 1974, sir. Yeah, it's been a long time. Hmm. Did you say, hey, that's flooded, now's the time to jump in and <laughs> row it? Or <laughs> No, just it was the, the training venue and this is where you row and this yeah. is what you do and that's how it all started. Has it always been brown since you've been rowing? Ah, uh, yes. Okay. Tick. And, yep. So, when, I, I, it hasn't always been brown, but since I've been rowing, definitely been brown. Okay. When do you say it wasn't always brown? You're saying that you know of people that were saying that it definitely was blue? Blue? Well, I, probably more greeny and clear, but <laughs> you know, my grandfather used to tell me stories when he was a kid in the, in the 1920s learning to swim mm. at uh, New Farm and... And to Wong, right. when we swim in the river, and you know it was clear. Okay. So getting back to the 1974, when you first started rowing, did you refer to it and go, "Hey, we're going to go on the Brisbane River," or did you start calling it the Brown Snake? 
No, it was, it was always the Brisbane River. Okay. When was the time it became the brown snake? Well, I, the, the term brown snake, I think, um, came into vocabulary in you know, the late 90s, early 2000s. Okay. Okay. That's when the, the term started, you know, being... And, and I think it's just one of those typical Aussie nicknames. You know, we all want a nickname for something. Mm. You know, we've got the, the Milton Mango, yeah. the Brown Snake. <laughs> you know, when you get your um, COVID shot, you've got your Astra Zanenica, which is the, the Astra Zucchini and the <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> so it, it, it's, a, it's an Australian thing. That you've got to have a nickname yeah, for something. Is. and. Our nickname's the, the brown snake. Because mm-hmm. it was uh, during Expo 88, I don't remember it being referred to that. It was always the Brisbane River. Yeah, but you I know? can clearly remember it was brown then. It was definitely brown, mm. but you'd say, hey, we're going over to South Bank, because South Bank really wasn't a thing no. until Expo 88. Mm-hmm. But also, so, too, I don't think the Queensland government would have, you know, that they wouldn't call it the brown snake. Anastasia would then. definitely call it brown snake now. Nah, I don't reckon she would. <laughs> I can't, I'd never remember her in a press conference saying, go out and get your Michelle Pfeiffer. I wish she did, though. <laughs> I wish she did. How many anti-vaxxers do you reckon would have turned and gone, yeah, I'll cop one of those? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and so you, you, you've been on the river since 1974, sir, rowing it up and down. You've got a long history with it. What do you think of our idea to make a brown snake lolly in commemoration of our great river? Fantastic. I mean, it's a, it's a terrific um, asset for Brisbane, for the... For the state, mm. yeah, it's an icon. So you know, we'll have the iconic lolly. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I like the idea of when the Olympics come. You know how when you've got a lot of athletes and you know this, Richard, like they've got to have a little bit of a sugar boost. We've just oh, got yeah. like the little packs that's mm. left in their room for the Olympics. You know what I mean? Like, welcome to Brisbane. Yeah, yeah. next to the condoms. Your... Yeah, well, I wasn't going to say that, but no, yeah, I did. So, okay, yeah. we'll make them brown too. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> okay, brown snakes everywhere. <laughs> 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 that could get confusing. Okay. Anyway, we'll just stick to snakes. That's our forte, okay? Okay. Right. Richard, uh, mate, you've been rowing the river since 1974. Uh, mate, thank you for all of your um, info this morning. We shall proceed with the the brown snake. Thank you very much. That's great. Look out, I look forward to the brown snake lolly coming out and uh, having a, a feast on one. Good on you, buddy. <laughs> well, Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. I know that you guys are always saying that I treat my uh, dog like a um, like a human, but it's not me. It's my household, and I'm constantly fighting with my wife and my child. I say the phrase so many times at my house, he's a dog, right? He's not a human. You're a dog, aren't you, he's Goosey? He's a dog. Aren't you, Goosey? I don't know. It's also... You did. When you first got him, I remember overhearing a conversation. I was standing next to you waiting for you to finish, and you and your wife were like, I know, right? Oh, my God, our second born. I just don't know how people do more than one kid. <laughs> <laughs> and my my one rule was no clothes. Yes, and he looks so cute on Halloween and Christmas. <laughs> that went out the window. And What is it about that you just think it looks lame? No, you... no, no, because they're animals. Right. You can't treat them like humans. They don't like to be treated like humans. It's not... They want to be. They want an alpha in the house. They want a pack mentality. Yep. So if you let them on the bed, they don't know who the master is. All that sort of stuff. You treat them like adults and humans. It's not right. Doesn't They're he sleep not, on the couch? He sleeps on the couch. We're not on the bed, and he can't sleep, be on, uh, sleep on the couch if we're on the couch. He's on the floor. Also and makes sense why you get naked and Cat has now grown out her armpit hair. It's all, it's all <laughs> yeah. yeah, making sense to me. Well, there's now. a definite. You know, I'm the alpha. Cat's <laughs> a little bit below, uh, and then then probably Gus, then Rory. <laughs> You're um, not the alpha. I hundred percent am, and that's uh-huh. the way that we've set it up and that's the way that it has to be in a household with a dog if you want the dog to be a very good dog and I think the evidence speaks for himself he is a very well behaved and very well trained dog and I put the hours in to make that happen but my wife at Christmas time was like well we have to get him a present I said we don't have to get him a present do you know why we don't have to get a present because he's a dog thank you he's a dog dog. he He doesn't need a present he doesn't even know what day it is why does he need a present he can lick his own balls if I could do that I wouldn't need any presents that'd be fine but my wife got him something that she saw on YouTube and now, she saw it on YouTube. Now, my dog can talk because there are these things which I brought in today. They're called dog talking buttons. Hang and on. I would have thought you'd be into this because wasn't there a Simpsons episode where they invented <gasps> that? That was a baby. Oh, and the baby. Yeah, remember? the baby talker. The baby talker. Baby talker. Herb. Best Uncle episodes, Herb. Matthew. Yes. I want what the dog is eating. I'll so get you something. They're nice. different coloured. So you brought in like four different stuff and they're like, you press on the button, they're different coloured. Mm-hmm. Can dogs see colours? Nope. 
How does it work? So you record a message into there, and then um, you, you you have to train him to do this. But so treat. That's his treat. That's it. Treat. Treat. So, is that Roy's voice? No, that's that's cat. So that's treat. Oh. Walk. Walk. Ball. Ball. That's me. That's you. Yeah. Uh, when I brought him in today, I erased cat's voice. I had to put mine in. And sure you did. Okay. Okay, so I thought what you were going to say is the dog barks into the contraption and, and then the no. human voice comes no. out. So if he, if you're brilliant. lying in the lounge room, if you're watching TV in the lounge room and he feels like he needs uh he can go up to the thing, push the button. But you said he can't see colour, so what's the difference with them? No, well, you, you can see different shades, but so it's it, there is a training method behind it. It yeah. is a solid thing. If you give it a treat when he presses a button for treat, then he'll assimilate it with it. Sure. But do you really want to be sitting there on your day off Watching Netflix and have a dog go. Walk, 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 yeah. No, no, I'm not taking you for a walk. No. So my kids Can do it... that. They when they come in and they say I'm bored. I'm like, well, Daddy's watching Yellowstone, yes. so go jump on the trampoline. Don't give your pet the ability out. to talk. It'll just annoy you. So how's the train going with it? I haven't done it. Sure. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not interested. I don't want him to be demanding. I don't want him to be able to look at me and go, I want this right now. Mate, he's already demanding. Remember, you, you're crate training and i, I got to go, i got to go. Gus needs to walk. Gus can't walk past 10.30. Like, you, you've you already done that. Mm. Well, you can't leave him alone for more than eight hours at a time. To be fair, mm. if Kat has bought these for Gus, yeah. it's only fair you get your own set <laughs> where you put the things on it that you want mm-hmm. that you can randomly go and slap at any time. And Cute. Like, Why what don't you, you try what it? What do you got? What do you got? Because it's easy to Kisses. change. Kisses. Hang on. Okay. <laughs> Stab Kisses. Ah. I mean, just change those and mm-hmm. see what he presses. <laughs> see what he presses. Special cuddles. Special cuddles. Okay, I'm in. <laughs> oh, that Give me a treat. Work. I want a treat. That would totally <laughs> work. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. The Deutsche Bank warning rates will rise four more times. I think we're going to see the Reserve Bank continue to boost interest rates in an attempt to lower inflation. Yeah, look, it is it is a little bit scary. You're going to the shopping centre and the prices that you used to pay for groceries have just gone through the roof mm-hmm. and inflation is just out of control, which is why the Reserve Bank has uh, lifted interest rates, trying to curb it. But what does it actually mean for you, whether you have a house now or whether you are looking to buy? Mm-hmm. What can you actually do about it? Uh, and you would have heard here with a cash splash too. Mad Loans, the legends, have uh, helped out. They've put a lot of money forward for us to help people out. George from Mad Loans is in. Good morning, buddy. Thank you guys for having me this morning. Now, there, it is a bit of a stress for a lot of people. There is a lot of talk of if you have got a loan and it's coming off fixed, what can you actually do about it? Look, guys, even though rates are going up and it definitely is affecting our cash flow every week, it's actually the most aggressive I've seen the banks ever in the history. They're giving people money to stay with them. Mm-hmm. People ring up their bank and say, I'm going to leave you. I'm not happy. They'll probably give you a couple of grand to stay. Right. Option one. Mm-hmm. If they don't, guys, there's plenty of banks who want your business. Okay. How hard is it to refinance though? Because people have locked in and they're going to go, I, I don't really know how to go about it. Mm. Uh, is it easy to be able to do? There's no exit fees on variable loans. You right. might pay like a couple hundred bucks discharge, but generally the new banks will give you up to 4K. $4,000 sign-on bonus to swap, but you've got to be under that 80% LVR. What's LVR? That's it. Loan-to-value ratio. Right, so okay. if your house is worth five hundred, dollars yeah, you've got to have a loan of four hundred grand or less. Right, right, right. There's a lot of talk as well of people going, okay, maybe some people will be under mortgage stress and maybe that would be like house prices coming down. A lot of people that are, don't have a house now and looking to get into a market, your prediction, what's a good time for it? I think if you can afford to buy, you should always try and buy it. It's, the, it's the Australian dream. Yeah. And yeah, look, they are predicting some property price decreases. Up to 10% I saw on the news last night, this year. Mm. But let's not forget that we just went up 40% last year. Yeah. It's not that bad. That's exactly okay. right. So you, you got 40, drop 10, you've, you've still made 30% there, you mm. know. Um, one of the other things when you go for a loan and people that think about this, if I uh, tap my card often at the Star Casino, um, <laughs> it doesn't look good. What what are what are some of the things if I'm thinking I want to I want to try and actually buy a house or, or get any sort of loan in the next little while? What are the top things that you should keep off your um 
your statement. Look, if you can, they're going to look back at the last three months. So mm. try not to so use... go hard now pay. and then go, be good no, for three months. Go hard. Like, go hard. I always say to the girls out here that are looking, I'm like, get off after pay. Yeah. Don't do any gambling. Make sure that you've got all your subscriptions down. Like, does that actually work? I, I reckon go see a broker. Mm. See yep. where you're at now. And if you have to make some changes, like cancel your sports bet account and do that stuff, do it now. Mm. The banks only yeah. usually look back three months. Right, right, right. When you, when you say, though, when you call your bank, because I, I have tried, because Abby's always on to me about this. Yeah, it frustrates me. I've frustrates been asking so. him for years, just call your bank and get a lowered rate. Now he's <laughs> up to, he's got a six at the front. Disgusting, bro. I know. I say that to him. Come on, man. If you if you can you can save at least 1%. <laughs> uh, if you save 1% on half a mil mm, loan, said, that's five grand a year. Do you know, his only dream is to pay off his home loan. Brother, you can do it. That's what you want your, your mortgage broker to say. Come on, bro. Well, it's like, you, you, you know what you need? You need a good Greek mortgage broker. Yeah. <laughs> we like to get these banks Are you down. You like because money? it is. It's like you know that, that same thing people say with Foxtel, and I've done this where you go, you call up and you just say straight away, I want out. And you're bluffing. And you but, end up getting a new box yeah. in a different room. That drives me insane. Well, it got very close to cancelling, and I didn't want to cancel. I wanted a better rate. But you'll get way more bang for your buck calling their bank. Mm. I've got banks, major banks. Mm. If you ring right now, mm-hmm. promise you, they'll give you two, three grand to stay. Okay. Because they're so scared. What do you do? Just call up and go, I'm leaving? I want out? I'm, I'm definitely leaving. Yeah. I'm going to Mad Loans. Mm-hmm. And they've got me a way better deal with another bank. Mm-hmm. They're going to give me four grand sign bonus. Mm-hmm. And they'll say, okay, we'll give you three grand to stay. Stay. You're talking too what fast. They, what on, they usually <laughs> do is they say, if you stay with us for three months, yeah. then we'll give you the three grand. Right. Because it's uh, even okay. though they want new business, there's so much walking out the back door, yeah. their retention is the, at the all-time high. Okay. But still, go to a passionate mortgage broker mm-hmm. who actually calls you every year and go, hey, Stav, yeah. you were six. Brother, I just got you down to five mm-hmm. proactively. I just saved you five Gs a year. We yeah. just saved one of our clients 26 grand mm. only in one year. Yeah, right. You want to be a 10 in looks, mate, not a 10 on an interest rate, right? (laughs) (laughs) I'm a six in both. (laughs) I'll give you a seven. seven. (laughs) Um, And this is going to affect rents as well. Are you noticing? Because a lot of people who come to get loans, they're they're renting or you've got your investors as well who are doing it. So are you noticing with your investors they're having to put their rents up to cover off their extra payments? Look. Not everyone has an investment property, but those who do are normal, everyday mum and dads. Mm. And so when the mortgage goes up, you know, she's gone up nine times. Mm. They're going to have to put the rent up to help with their mortgage repayments. But in terms of people renting to go to buy, there's so many government grants out there to help first-home buyers. So it's not not all that bad. Mm-hmm. You can get in with like a 5% deposit and no mortgage insurance in prison right now. Okay. It's one of those things. For first-home buyers, I reckon a lot of them are walking around don't know what they've got. Like, there's nothing wrong with going to see a broker and going, okay, cool, this is where we're at now. I'll come back and see you in a few months' time when we've got our finances together. And if they're shy to come in, mm. even just go on YouTube, there's so much free information. Even mm. we have our own YouTube channel, Mad Loans, where I'm always helping first-home buyers with free information, all the government grants out there that to help Aussies get their first house. Well, good on you, buddy. We are going to do the cash splash again. Uh, that's at 8.30 uh, because the rates went up. We're doing big amounts today. Inflating mm-hmm. to people. Yep. No um, shrinkflation here. No, that's right. <laughs> uh, so good on you, man. Thanks for your time this morning. Thanks for coming in. Guys, thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it a lot. Anytime. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Nicole's customer has vented on social media and said he just witnessed the most dirty, revolting thing. Mm. And it's all to do with another shopper. And that was the fact that uh, <laughs> another shopper was pushing their trolley and at the top of their trolley in New Farm, this was, yeah. had their dog. Oh, they're selling dogs now. No, they took their little pampered dog and this person has written saying, I just don't understand where this is coming from. What about food safety standards? Mm. How would this be acceptable? I put my food in that in a single, like, you know, reusable bag for mm. my fresh food. And how is this acceptable to have dogs? And there is a real thing where it's like, dogs are allowed to go everywhere now. Mm. The first started with Bunnings. Mm-hmm. Oh, but I just don't, I don't think that they that. should be involved with food. Personally. And where do we end? So if I get a pet snake, am I allowed to take the pet snake through coals? Like, I'm just saying, well, we can't discriminate against pets. No, that's true. And if, so you're a, my... if you're a rat person, if you're allowed to bring your dog, why can't I have my rat on my shoulder? Mm. I don't think they should be where food is, but that's, yeah. It's funny, though, because different countries, different rules. Like yes. America, they go everywhere. Yeah, oh, even in, Yeah, in planes. And in New Zealand, we were in a clothes shop and the dog wandered past. I was like, okay. But it's just the dumb Is it thing. meant to, though? Or is, are people just now... 
did they just do it? No, that's a dog friendly society. I think it is. Yeah, mm. and, and you know there are so many people like your dog's so part of your family. Mm. So you would like to take it everywhere on the weekends. But I or? wouldn't. I wouldn't take it. Would you take it to a cafe? For breakfast? Only if we'd only sit outside if we would. But then how does a dog enjoy that? They don't. And That's you don't enjoy it because it's always at your feet running around. Nah. Yeah, she wouldn't enjoy it. So we yeah. don't take her because mm. she'd prefer to be mm. at, at home, home with her bone. Mm-hmm. Or at the park. Yeah. Mm. Yesterday I went to Bunnings and there was two people. It took them forever to get out of their car. Two people grabbed two trolleys, put mm. blankets in the top of them and brought two separate dogs in. What sort mm. of dogs? Um, oh, I don't even know my um, Maltese looking Sorry, things. Big, small is what I meant. Oh, like medium, okay. mediumish, fluffy. See, because it is, it's a thing with Bunnings, isn't it? Because they would set it for tradies. Yeah, so but you even don't leave still, your dog in the car. Tradies who have their dogs, who they take them with them, are, are set up with a cage on their ute and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you're, they were. It was at Rockley, so there was. It wasn't like they walked from anywhere. Mm-hmm. It's on the middle. It's on a freaking highway on Grenard Road. Yeah. They've gone. Come on, kids, get in the car. And then they've just slowed everyone down. Mm. I'm trying to pick up bags of sand, Uh-oh. and there they are, just pushing them along, like browsing, like it was a Sunday afternoon. <laughs> but Ash, our producer, your fur you're baby, for it. You're, you're for this, aren't you? I am all for it. Okay, so my dog is Wally. He has separation anxiety. He comes to the well, pub with us. Separate yourself from it, and it'll get used to it. He actually loves the pub. So we will be walking. I live in the valley, walk through the valley, and he will try and go into pubs. So it's, we're just doing what he wants. Get away from the crackheads. <laughs> Maybe he's just used to it because you take him there all the time. I think he knows the smell of yeast. But anyway, we take him to Bunnings as well. Uh, okay. No, would you, no, would you want to take him to the supermarket to no. do the supermarket shopping with you? Um, no, I feel like I'd get judged by people, but if I needed to run to Coles and I had him in the car with me, I've just thought sometimes, oh, it'd be easy if I could just take him with me, you know, I can't leave him in the hot car by himself. But do you have anything with like food preparation? Would it not bother you that someone's walking around with the dog, picking up their grapes, then touching their dog, then... Oh, it depends how cute the dog is. (laughs) So you could have uh, a lysy, mangy... Infected dog, but if it was cute, you'd be okay with it. Well, it needs to look like it's clean, and it, they yeah. also need to be well behaved. Like sometimes I judge other dog owners because they let their dog be a menace. And yeah. if you're gonna take your dog in public, it must be well behaved. It can't be peeing on things. Mm. So what about our rat on our shoulder or our guinea pig? Um, well, rats are gross. People do though. Yeah, walk around oh, with so their so rats on their shoulder. You can't say dogs are allowed. I'm sorry, no. you can't take that. You're mm. like, well, that's my companion rat. Yes. Yeah. I pat it when I feel mm. anxious and anxious. Anxious. And it's got separation Does the rat anxiety. have separation anxiety as well? It can. Don't be judgy. Rats go through stuff too. Yeah. I don't know, guys. Don't judge me. Or judge me. I don't care. <laughs> I'm, st- I'm still going to keep doing it. Mm. Don't take your pets to the shops. How would you feel if they... Because they were talking about changing the rules. Did they even to put them on planes? Oh, they have. Apparently they have approved it on certain airlines. I don't know when it came. It started to come in, though. I thought it wasn't until July. Mm. But I would feel I wouldn't enjoy it. You wouldn't enjoy it? They might, they'll have pet flights and non-pet flights, you would think, you would wouldn't think. they? Yeah, but we're so desperate just to find a flight that you can go on at the moment that you wouldn't have a... You know what I mean? You'd, you'd have take to, the cheapest. Yeah, you'd take the cheapest and then you'd have a dog barking. And how do we know that that dog's going to cope being on a plane? I don't know. It's going to freak it, me out. Will it be like on um, the airplanes when you get to check in, there'll be a little thing where you've got to... If your dog doesn't fit in the little in square the little, metal box, yeah. you won't be allowed to come on. Well, you, you couldn't you pay an extra a, 50 bucks yeah, to get you, it in. You couldn't take a Great Dane or like a Marmaduke. You can't Why be doggest. That's the thing. You can't if be. You're gonna... you, fat people are allowed to have one seat. They don't have to buy two seats. You can't say to a great Dane, I'm sorry. <laughs> you you know, no, fair point. Fair point. All right. Sorry. All right. Dogs on planes. <laughs> Sequel. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Pamela Anderson. Yeah. Is it true that Baywatch was still like one of the most watched TV shows? It was shows? the most popular show of its time, yeah. Mm. Well, Pamela Anderson has a book out. I got sent it yesterday. I was like, ooh, I'm going to read it. By Pam? Yes, yeah, she did. She mm. said, uh, Dear Abby, with love, hope you enjoy reading it. Um, so I haven't written back to her. I said I'd do a little bit of a review. But you know when you skim through it and you read like just little juicy bits? Yeah. And I have to admit, I loved Kelly Slater. Oh, yeah. He was like the thing back in the day and he appeared on Baywatch. Baywatch for a while, yeah. And that's how they met. And I he had was, no idea they'd even dated. 
Oh, yeah, no, Little he Iron was, had a serious relationship. A, mm-hmm. Yeah, so he was a top surfer and he never really wanted to go on acting, but his manager was like, hey, just try it. Mm. So he was on the show. Pamela Anderson's there. Yeah, cool, I'll give it a go, <laughs> I guess, right. if I have to. No this is her talking about Kelly Slater. Oh, no, I do have that audio. Great. <laughs> Kelly and I were together in between lots of boyfriends and lots of girlfriends for him too, but it wasn't just me. He definitely was a heartbreaker. I mean, he just was a free spirit. You couldn't get your hands around him, but... You don't own anybody. Nobody owns anybody. And just to let them be who they are sometimes is better not with you. Talk about a breakup, though. Because, yes, she said that they were on again, off again, dating other people. But at the same time, she had a commitment to go and see his family in Florida. She was going to meet the family. Like, that's a big deal still if you're on, off again, right? Yeah. But then she had a photo shoot in Mexico. Uh Uh-huh. And she went over to Mexico and a guy followed her because they had met at a bar and that was Tommy Lee. So they were over in Mexico for four days. Oh, my God, let's get married. (laughs) So they got married. So the next call that she had to make to Kelly Slater was like, oh, hey, I know I'm supposed to come meet your family. Oh, my God. I got married. (laughs) And he's like, what? What? Sorry, I met the wrong family. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That is a brutal breakup to go, hey, um... I just got married. Okay, we still and on for Saturday? <laughs> <laughs> and my mum's already been to Woolies and bought the rice chook and everything. What do you mean? <laughs> Thirteen ten sixty. if you've got a brutal breakup story. Because I'm still having a debate with someone that I had, I broke up with him via text, because I don't think I did. You, you don't think you broke up via, you thought you broke up in person? I think I did. It was very, and he keeps saying, no, you broke up with me at text, and that was really rude. Has he got the text? <laughs> <laughs> framed in his... Uh... It's like, I don't think I did. Mm. But apparently I did. When Esther and I went on our on again, off again... Sabbatical. Sabbaticals, yes. There mm-hmm. was plenty of them. I found out that she had broken up with me on one of them when I came to work, so I worked nights. Yeah. I came in at like two o'clock in the afternoon mm. and I'd been out drinking the night before and everyone was like, are you okay? I was like, no, I'm hungover. <laughs> like, but, but, but are you okay? Mm. I was like, why? And they go... Esther's changed her Facebook oh, status that, oh, to that single. Was, that was the thing. Like, if someone has changed like, their Facebook status, that I is... We'll, I knew we were having a fight, but mm-hmm. okay. So, yep, yep, she meant it. She meant and it. And you don't have to change yours. It automatically changes, doesn't it? No. Does it? Like, Does it? I didn't well, know that. Well, no, it I says know that. anyone in the feed, mm. it says uh, Esther is now single. Yeah, no, but, but it doesn't change yours Yes, it does, because he can't say that he's in a relationship with her, remember? Yeah. It changes his as well. What if so you're not da- in a relationship? What? Why are you so upset about that? I just didn't know that. But what if you, because um, sometimes you can just say in a relationship, you don't have to say with who. So then it wouldn't, would it? Well, no, they would have said with mm-hmm. who, I think, because that's like attaches to mm. it. It's like, uh, was it, anyone know, was it Burger and Sex and the City and he yeah. broke up on a post-it note? Was it, it was Burger, oh my God, Jack, our boss has said yes. And of all course the girls he knows. Out there have no idea. <laughs> He's nodding. He's that nodding. was heartbreaking, wasn't it? <sighs> Yeah, he was like the author and then broke up with her on a post-it note. But he was jealous of her. Oh, my wife used to watch it, not me. 100%. 100%. But but it was Burger. It was Burger. (laughs) Jack didn't watch it with his arms crossed standing behind the couch. (laughs) What do you watch this rubbish for? (laughs) Chris in Woodhill, you've suffered a brutal breakup. What happened, mate? Yeah, well, you know how you've got your first, first true love and, and your whole world is about them? Mm-hmm. Well, in terms of my first, first true love was, was a guy I started dating who lived in Victoria. So we only saw each other uh, once every couple of months. Mm-hmm. But we started dating when we were 13 and went through till we were 16. Mm-hmm. He did the international uh, study or like the, the student exchange thing for two months. And then I found out from my friend that he'd been back for a few days oh. and I didn't even know. Oh. So I sent him a message saying, hey, welcome back. What's up? What's happening? And an hour later, I got an email saying, yeah, sorry, I've decided that it's time for us to break up. Oh. And then I didn't get to, I didn't speak to him again until we were like 21. Oh. It's the email. Oh, it was awful. It's just, it was, there was nothing to it. I never heard any reason why. I figure it's because he was 16 and, you know, that's when you really yeah. like being single. Um, but it <laughs> I did, didn't. I mean, it, <laughs> it, it did have a good ending. He's the direct reason why I ended up meeting my husband. Oh, so, okay. uh, All right, good, 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 good. Yeah. I think it's just, you know, when you kind of go, just 
a phone call, mm. even a FaceTime if you can't be. Oh, they, just, oh, an this, email's this very business This was in 2001, like. though. Yeah, okay. So it was before all that. Can you imagine, though, Chris, on his side of it, because you said there was an hour between you sending the email, how many times he wrote something, deleted it, wrote something, deleted it until he... Nah, I reckon he was just too slack and then just went, okay, I'll quickly type this up, because it was a two-sentence email. It was cruel. <laughs> <laughs> even at that age, too, his email was probably like, uh, shawneywarny69 <laughs> at hotmail.com. Uh, <laughs> Much, yeah. <laughs> no, it was Giacomo 88. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. I'm indestructible. Jeremy weapons attack the humans. Indestructible. <laughs> Gems are everywhere. They're on us right now. We have like thousands and thousands of parasites all living on our bodies at any given time. And I know, Abs, that you are quite. Not, I wouldn't say germophobic, but when you're at a hotel room, you do have a routine. Yes, I take my own pillowcase and then I put a Ziploc bag over the remote control because what people do on remote <clears throat> controls is really quite gross. What do they do? Well, they, they did a blue light and there's lots of substances on them. And you've got to remember, like, that's something that people, like, touch, touch. and stuff. Yeah. Mm. I'd say, I also hate um, that it's not in the hotel room, but when kids touch the escalator handrails. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm like, don't touch it. Don't touch it. You think that's crazy? Was that before COVID or? No, that was, yeah, Yeah. before. I think I saw something on the internet where they, you know, Mm. the classic, they swabbed it Mm. and then it went covered in fecal matter. And you're like, glasses. They don't wash glasses as well. And Mm. one thing that always freaks me out is, you know, when you stay at places now and it's like you have to wash the dishes and then put them back. I'm like, I know my standard of wash. Mm. But did the other person do the same standard of wash? Mm. They so, just rinse. Yeah, so yeah. I have to put them all in boiling water before we use them. Scott gets so annoyed. So if you stay in a um, like a unit <clears throat> yes. and it's a self-contained, yeah. you'll take everything out of the cupboards. If I'm going to use it, no, no, I'll then, boil right, water into it. the kettle and mm. then I'll fill up the sink and okay. then I'll pour a boiling water over them before I put in my red wine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm a real messy person. I'll be honest, uh, totally messy. But, but clean. clean. Yeah. It's interesting. Well, a um, gut health expert, a physiologist, Jordan Hayworth, has gone on to TikTok and given us the top 10 filthy things in your home, in wouldn't your have, own home. Wouldn't it have to be the toilet bowl, though? Or is this other things than what you would expect? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just the toilet Not in our house. Most of the floor around the toilet is quite filthy. <laughs> See, <laughs> the toilet bowl itself, spotless. <laughs> Yours must be, too, with the boys. <laughs> or have you done that ping pong trick where you get them to aim at the ping pong ball and stuff? Uh, They're very, very good with it. Uh, but I just hate it. Like, if someone hasn't put down... Lift up the toilet seat. Mm-hmm. Sandy mm-hmm. loves to go, look, Dad, I can do it without no hands. I'm like, no, you can't. No, you t- <laughs> I can, turn look, and I can do the helicopter. <laughs> Face the wall, man. <laughs> uh, so he's gone through a list of 10. I've got the, the top four. thing that always surprised me about this is he, he does make some points, but if everything was this filthy, wouldn't we all be sick all the time? Because the first thing he says is, your, well, and makes sense, your shoes. 45% of the bottom of people's shoes tested positive for C. diff, a bacteria which can cause severe diarrhea. Doesn't matter if your Air Force ones are dusty or fresh, always take your shoes off at the front door. Mm-hmm. Are they, you're not licking the soles of your shoes. It's ironic that your shoes can give you the runs. Oh, good one. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, uh, this one I think a lot of people would be aware of, and there is an easy way to clean it. If you get a bowl and put some lemon juice or some vinegar in there and bazz it for 30 uh, seconds in the microwave and then wipe it down, that'll be easy. But he says the microwave is healthy. Okay, I want you to go to your microwave right now and open it. If you've got any spill stains in there, then get it cleaned, you filthy animal. And don't forget the outside. Mm. If you got any spills in there, get it clean, you filthy animal. What about then your barbecue? Because mine's got like a whole heap of flavour all over the grill. <laughs> flavour. Yeah. No. Yeah, well, I know. I know. Like a, I See, I always think, that. isn't there a certain point where it's heated so much that a lot of the bacteria, bacteria dies? Die? Yeah, and some woks, especially woks, you're not supposed to clean at all and let that sauce build up over years and years. So, you know, mm. they start silver and those they're normally black and that's just the years of soy sauce. that Flavour, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one, I think, especially if you use wood ones, but if you're ch- uh, chopping stuff up on your cutting board, watch out. Your kitchen may not be a licensed restaurant, so you probably don't need all of these, but at the very least, you should be using a separate chopping board for raw meat. Raw meat, separate chopping board. We got those coloured ones, you know. Ah, uh, the chicken. Yeah. The yeah, do you use them or no! do you? No! <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe for the first week. I stick to chopping board rules in our house. Do you? So you have like a chicken one, or you have to with the celiac, those stuff, don't yeah, you? Yeah, we've got on separate side for mm. it. But it's just, it's annoying though, because if I make school lunches and you go through so many different chopping yeah. boards. Yeah. Mm. Or I bleach them as well. Do you guys bleach your chopping boards? No. no. How, do you get, how do you clean them? Microwave. Just... That's microwave dishwasher. 
Yeah, in the dishwasher or the wooden ones, I'll hand scrub. Mm. Oh, yep. Yeah. But mm. I, I try not to do raw meat on the wooden one. No. no. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, and I mean, yes, Abby, you were correct. According to studies, there's up to 20 times more bacteria on your TV remote than your toilet seat. Think of how many times you've been scrolling through Netflix and then eating something with the same hand. This is your sign to clean it now. And they say that it's also because, um, I'm not saying you guys, I'm not, just, but mm. often one hand, mm. this is especially for hotels, will be on something else. Yeah. And then and on, on the, the remote. remote control. Mm. Always. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I meant. That's my, it's, I don't know what it is, but it's just having your the hands in there is so comfy mm. and you just feel, it's like a teddy bear. But that one scared me that the TV <laughs> remote, the TV <laughs> remote. It's like a teddy, teddy bear. bear. It's uh, not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the TV remote is actually worse than your toilet. That, yeah. that's, that's pretty scary. Yeah. So I, I heard that last night. I put them all in the um, dishwasher. Hopefully that'll solve the problem. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. I'm just a Magic Mike, last dance. Uh, we got to go to a premiere last night mm-hmm. with our uh, wonderful B- B105 listeners. Can I just say that every movie should start the way that last night movie. Although I said that and Stav was like, not if it's a sad movie. Because um, we had uh, male entertainers, so they just got up and just started... Um, <laughs> Dancing. Stripping. Well, stripping. It's a stripping movie, stripping. I'm allowed to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So no, the guys got up in it and did that, and woo! It was, it was, I just think it would be a nice start to the movie, and stuff. was like, not every movie. It's like, not like, a Schindler's point. List. Or a no. kid's movie. <laughs> or like a documentary about the Holocaust okay, or something. I, know, I, I, just, I don't I, think. I, yeah. I pointed that out in front <laughs> of the crowd. It was probably true. Okay, any fun movie should start like that, all <laughs> yeah, right? Okay. Yeah, okay. Sorry. Minions. <laughs> don't, you, you started eyeing one off, and he no, was eyeing off he started eyeing me off. I was just reciprocating. Oh, I'm in with that. So how many... And there was cocktails as well, which can I just say Okay. We, we signed a confidentiality thing, so we're not allowed to say anything about the movie. No. So you have to go and see it yourself. Right. Well, if so. you see it tonight, because there's a lot of people going, give me a call up after and then we can talk about it and you let me know what you think about it. What number magic, Mike, was it? Three. three. So the first oh, one came out in 2012. Second Great one came film. out in 2015. Not as Stabbed good. didn't like the storyline, mm. but the dancing was remarkable. Mm. Based off him. So Magic Mike um, was a male stripper. Mm. That's what he's always Channing said. Channing Tatum, Tatum was, yeah. Does he have a new name? Yeah. <laughs> Because if everyone keeps asking, what are you going to tell your daughter? He's like, why is that the first question? Mm. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think he'll just tell her the truth when she drives off in her Bentley at 16. (laughs) She'll be like, okay, you got (laughs) the money, Dad. See me. It was the first in Step Up. Mm-hmm. Do you remember those ones? Yes. Yeah, great movies as well. I have to say, there were a lot of ladies there. There were a few men. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, there were a few men that were interested in men, so they really enjoyed it. But there was a few men that were brought by their wives mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, we just wanted to ask where they were going into the cinema, what everyone was expecting from Magic Mike. Well, after seeing the last two, and I'm, I'm expecting for this one to be a little hot and heavy, a little bit different from the last two, which is going to be nice. I've seen the others. I'm hoping Channing has aged as well as the rest of his peers. Nice. What are you expecting? I'm expecting the same. I'm hoping the same. Yeah, nice. Yeah. My partner's hoping I come home with some inspiration. Oh, no! Gemma, have you seen all of the Magic Mics? Yes, I have. And what are you expecting from tonight? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Finished. <laughs> I always say, look, it's a, a movie about men for women, but the men here tonight will probably benefit when they get home. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Has he got any moves? <laughs> I've never seen a man look so awkward. I've got nothing. I've got nothing. <laughs> Gemma's I mean, husband did not make eye contact. Huh? He just stood there just going... Please let this conversation be oh over. Oh, my God. Did he look like he could dance? <laughs> uh, he, was, he, he was dressed like my hubby, like tradie with pluggers. <laughs> I'd love if she goes dance and then he starts doing the nut bush or something. <laughs> he did get a margarita, uh, so okay. I think he Eagle enjoyed drop. the night. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Alpha Bucks tomorrow, $10,000 on the 9th of February. Where is he? Oh, I don't think I've got them today. Not my fault. Not my fault. I know I got them. Pumpkin, Panadol, and Penguin. Your fault. Penguin. My fault. My fault. One of us. See you tomorrow, peeps. Bye. Brisbane wakes up with Stav, Abby, and Matt on B105. Your day was made better by Stav, Abby, and Matt. Now search dog parks to find out how Brisbane City Council is making Brisbane better too.